Hello, welcome back to LRC Chats, the official podcast of the Learning Resource Center at Cal Poly Pomona. Uh, today we have the pleasure of having um, Ed Venegas, a career counselor at, at the Career Center here at Cal Poly Pomona. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. So how about you introduce yourself and uh, what you do? Yeah, I'm a career counselor. I'm also the liaison to the College of Science, which means that I do a lot of work with science students, uh, dropping advising hours over there, specific workshops for science majors. And I am also a career, I mean, a success coach for the um, College of Letters, Arts, and Social Sciences. So I have a, a group of students that I am coaching through their first year of college to make sure that they come back and are successful. And um, formerly I was also a kin group leader for the Project Success Program, which is a men of color initiative to increase uh, graduation rates and retention rates. Although I took the year off from that this year because I'm doing success coaching, so I want to see if I can balance it. Nice. So we were really interested in having you here today to talk about passion uh, versus money. I think that's a big question in students' minds, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that in my undergrad years, I chose anthropology as my major. And when I told my parents about it, the first question I got was, so are you going to Egypt to like dig up stuff and how much does that pay? (laughs) That was sort of the biggest question on their minds. Um, And I didn't know what my plan was, right? I was going to college to improve my life. I'm a first generation student, uh, college student. And so I needed to turn things around, right? I wanted to start earning a salary and become a professional. But I just chose this major that I happened to like, not really knowing what I could do with it. So I guess there I really would say I followed my passion, right? Mm -hmm. But my question for you is, can choosing a major or even your career based on your potential salary, um, is that something that leads to an unhappy life? Is that a mistake to think that way? Yeah, it's not a mistake to to base it off of money. But when I say in my class, I talk to students about that. I said, you know, don't just base your choice of major on the income you're gonna get like like when you just base it on that then it's a mistake mm-hmm. but you, you should take into account other factors like your personal qualities the things that you're interested in your passion right mm-hmm. um also sometimes we're just really good at something like we are some people are just really good at organizing stuff like i am not mm-hmm. my wife is great at it i'm horrible at it mm-hmm. and so some people just little things like that they're good at that and so you know you just find you think about what is the career that I'm going to get that's going to complement all that for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's when you got to look at it. And if you're really good at something, you're really great at it, and you, you're positive and you show up to your know, place of work excited to do it, you're going to get compensated for that. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're going to, you'll probably get a raise and get a promotion. You're going to be the one because you're just so positive. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's where I think we should look at that. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, with yourself, though, did you take that really good advice? Did you follow passion <laughs> or the combination of money? What's, what's your story? Uh, you know, so, so in the counseling field, we always say, like, we are, the, we are the people who overcome the obstacle that we are sharing with others. And so me helping students with careers, well, I was the one that couldn't figure stuff out. Mm. Um, you know, I was, I was talking to one of the grad interns yesterday, and I said, you know, just remember you're here for a purpose. Like she's overcome some things and she's kind of having doubts. But I was like, you're here for a purpose. And I was like, you know, like I'm here for a purpose. You know, from, from day one, um, you know, I was just sharing that 
you know, I, I reflect on my life. And so like my mom um, did it. I didn't know my father. So my mom taught me about hard work ethic and about, you know, putting your best effort. And so I learned that. But um, as far as like being an athlete, um, you know, uh, being part of a team, like all those things that in for work, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So I would work hard, but, but I didn't know what to work hard toward. Mm-hmm. And so, or even what to, what, what is it about me? Like, like I was too busy looking around to other people, like my, my teachers in high school, my peers, my coach, to tell me that I'm a fast runner, to tell me that I am smart, to tell me all these things. And so when I didn't get the approval, you know, I didn't think much of it. And um, one of the memories I have is, is when I went to my high school counselor. I met with her, it was like, I think it was like my freshman or sophomore year. One of the, all I remember was I sat down and she said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be an NBA basketball player. So this was before running, like I, I ran, but I was like, I'm playing NBA. And um, she said, oh no, you need to pick a real, a real job, a real career. Mm-hmm. And she goes, what about like a forklift operator or like a mechanic? Oh. And I was like, oh yeah, that, that, sounds, that sounds good. Yeah, I like that. And so I graduated, went to Mount Sac and ran there so but then when i took that class with you you um mentioned that for a couple years you did something else you were i think you said a truck driver or something like that so that was after college yeah so when i finished mount sac again i didn't focus on school i didn't take the classes i needed so um i ended up working and I got a job at a paint store. My dad's a truck driver, so he drove for Dun & Repaint. Mm-hmm. So I got to work at one of the paint stores, you know. And um, the money was pretty good. I did that. It was pretty fun. And then from there, I got a job doing uh, freight. So like UPS type stuff, but I would pick up the airport freight. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. But, so, you are the perfect example of how a person has been able to change a career totally. You went from being a, a truck driver that was a really well uh, paid uh, job. And then you decided to go into counseling. Yes. And then I know currently in our current society um, and even in our campus environment, changing majors is seen as like something really bad. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, don't yeah. change your major because you're gonna fall behind. But at the end of the day, you, we were talking about passion, right? That you have to follow your passion and what you want to do with your life. What made you change from yeah. being a truck driver to a counselor. So good, good question. And so you, you, I was just, we just came in today. I was telling you guys like I run, and you, you told Edward that I run. And um, you know that is my passion. I love being an athlete. And so while driving trucks, um, you work 12, 14 hour days. At least I did because I'm a hard worker. I bust my butt and I go out there. They're like, hey, we got another delivery, and I got paid overtime. So I'm like, cool. And so in the early 2000s, when I got $2,500 paycheck, and that, that's for two weeks. Yeah. Wow. I was like, cool. Yeah. More money for me, right? Yeah. And I lived on the beach, and it was pretty fun. So I enjoyed that. Um, I bought my new, a new truck, I, you know, 20, 22 years old. But um, there was really no time to run. Um, you're tired. You, you, you get home, and go to sleep, wake up, do it again. On the weekends, it was like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends and, you know, whatever. So... Um, and my family was proud of me. You know, my mom was proud, like, oh, he's on his own. But um, I remember writing this story when I we had to write a, a 
I took a class here at Cal Poly and it was um, like Sparts, something about Sparts, I forget the name of it, but Sparts. But it talked about how when athletes are disengagement trauma. So when you, the, when you're in sports, it becomes like your life, the people you meet, you know, it's, it's just who you are. And then when you don't do it no more, you kind of lose who you are and you're trying to find that out. Mm. I remember one morning I woke up, I was promising a, a, some, a group of runners, like, yeah, I'll show up. I'll show up on Sunday morning for a long run. But I got up in the morning, but I got up late. I didn't go. I remember looking in the mirror and just staring at it. And I was just like, like, this is not me. Like, I was like, this is not who I am. Uh, this life that I'm living is not what I want. Mm. Um, and so I uh, enrolled full-time at Rio Hondo. So I took more classes than I needed so I could transfer. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was able to take care of the things I needed to do quicker instead of like one class at a time. I took several, so I was done by a year and I got to come to Cal Poly. And so um, when I got to Cal Poly, they asked, pick a major, and I was like, psychology. Yeah. So that's how I figured it out. Yeah. So this time I really knew, um, maybe this is something I want to do. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I personally have heard a lot um, from counselors and advisors that, that you really should be following your passion, not money, because if you follow your passion, then money will follow, Yes. right? Mm -hmm. um, and like you said earlier, you'll stand out for all the right reasons and people will recognize you. But you know, money is important, right? And I was an anthropology major. I, I still don't know what I would do in anthropology if I was trying to work in anthropology. Um, so there, I think there are a lot of students out there like me who feel like I'm passionate about something, but I don't see a way that I can ever make this a career. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to work as something else and just keep this passion alive on the side, similar to what you were doing with running, right? right? Do you have any tips from the Career Center perspective of how you can make yourself more marketable if you find yourself in one of those majors like philosophy, anthropology, English literature? I think the first thing is to, you know, students, if they are having that, they're not sure, like, I want to be more marketable, what do I do? You know, come come see us, like, make an appointment. It doesn't have to be something right away. Just just make an, the first available one, and we can talk about that and unpack that for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you're trying to figure it out still. Um, we do have career assessments at the career, the career Center. So uh, we have the MBTI, the Strong Interest Inventory, we have Strengths Quest. Mm -hmm. And like, and since you're a senior or you graduated alumni, I say take the Strengths Quest. Mm -hmm. And it's going to give you five of your strengths. Mm -hmm. And from there, you're really going to see like, oh, that's what I enjoy. So I would say like, yeah, take assessments. Mm -hmm. um, you know, students will see that and, and start to say, hey, you know what? Okay, I, I can use that in the current role I'm in or the positions that I can apply to. Hey listeners, this episode is brought to you by the Career Center at Cal Poly Pomona. Whether you're deciding on a major, exploring career options, seeking a job or an internship, the Career Center is committed to helping you achieve your professional goals. For more information about their great services, please follow their social media at cpb underscore career center and discover your career path.
personally feel like for a lot of the students listening to this podcast, it's really hard to try to focus on the person you want to become in 10 years from now mm -hmm. uh, because we're often pressured to focus on your degree this next four years, right? So for, for, for a student listening to this right now, uh, what would be some of the key tips that you would tell that person, that freshman that is coming in and doesn't know what major to pick? or what, what he wants to become in 10 years? The first thing is, you need to accept excellence from yourself. Nobody has to tell you that you're smart or that you have to get A's and B's. Like, you should know that. Mm -hmm. And you should make that, like, your highest responsibility, regardless of major. You go to class, and you get an A, even that. You, you, you do your best. And, and, and don't be afraid to fail, right, when you do that. You go out there, you, you do your best, you do what it takes, you, you do really well at it. That, that's the first thing, right? And then the other part is um, you always have to get up in the morning and know there's a purpose. And the thing is you do your best every day. You give your best. Like no matter what's going on, like whether it's, uh, you know, you're struggling and maybe it looks like everybody else in your class is doing well or maybe um, like, like, there's other runners running faster than me. Well, you know what? I'm still gonna get up in the morning and go train. And I'm gonna give my best because one day, one time, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll win, right? I'll I'll do something right. And so you always got you always gotta do that. And to, to plan it out, how many times for you guys that your plan actually went the way it's supposed to go? How many times? Not very never. No. <laughs> it never <laughs> really does. Even for me, like <clears throat> people go, Oh, how are you? How's it going? And I always tell people you know, especially you guys. If I if when I was your age, you guys were like in your mid twenties, low twenties, right? When I was your age, I would have never imagined my life right now. How awesome my life is. Mm. My wife is awesome. My son is like amazing. My job is awesome. I love my life. I live in a nice neighborhood. I can go buy a Mini Cooper if I want to. Yeah. I can go buy a big truck if I like. I don't have to. I have everything is great. Did I plan that? No. What did I do? I gave my best every single time. Even when I didn't know exactly what I was supposed to do, I still gave my best. I, I think that's it. You, you know, that, that's the main thing is if you're a student who's not sure about your life, what, it, what is it going to become? I'm not going to say don't worry about it, but, um, you know, go ahead and dream. Like, go ahead and make it the biggest. Like, if you want to drive a Maserati, then, then make that one of your goals. Put that up there. If you want to own a home, put that up there. And then proceed to take the steps to get there. And that might mean, instead of anthropology, if I want a four-bedroom house in um, Rancho Cucamonga or, or uh, another nice neighborhood, I probably got to be an engineer. Mm -hmm. right? right? So so that's how you got to figure it out. So, But for me, it's like, I don't really care for big houses. Mm. I got a nice little home. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's more about work-life balance. It's about helping other people. And so I chose my career base like that. So, mm -hmm. so you take all those things into account, <clears throat> but you got some students who want to have like lavish lifestyles. Well, then you better be thinking about engineer, doctor. Right. Yeah, you better be going to school for a while, things like that. Mm -hmm. And so those are things you need to think about. But whatever you decide, you do it to your best right. of your ability, whatever it is you decide to do. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really good advice. Um, so I have one last question for you. Mm -hmm. And our question is, if you could go back 
and talked to Ed right after you walked out of your counselor's office in high school, <laughs> what would you tell him? I would just tell him, you know, like, um, you know, son, uh, you know, don't, don't worry. Um, continue to work hard, but I also want you to put in more work mm-hmm. towards this passion of running. Like, mm-hmm. you need to train more. You need to um, put in more miles, put in more effort. You know, and find a coach, find a team to run with, find people that you trust. Don't hang around people who use you and make fun of you and just have you around for, for jokes. Like, you need to find some some really good friends that really care about you. Like, that. that's what I would tell myself, yeah. that kind of stuff. Nice. Yeah. So my big takeaway as an anthropology major. <laughs> as a political science major, As too. a political science major is, you know, that just do your best, right? And, and... Don't be afraid to chase your passion, chase your dreams. As long as you do your best, you'll stand out and and know that it's going to work out. So thank you so much for being here with us. I think yeah, that was you. so you're insightful. Welcome. And um, I'm ready to go to the Career Center and take that that assessment just yeah. to see what my strengths are. Yeah, do right? it. Would, yeah. Or take the yeah. CPU 100 class. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Good. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much. And we'll, we'll see you soon. Okay. All right.